Hey, girl, girl squirrel. squirrel. It's me, Aria. And it's Liv. And welcome to the Adam Driver podcast. It is not. With with uh, a little sprinkling of whoever Liv is interested in, whether it's Tim Daly or Dylan O'Brien or, heck, maybe the guy who looks like a cigarette down the street. I'm going to scream. But isn't that so exciting? Because today... We're talking about crushes. I'm so upset right now <laughs> because the only reason she said that is because I had a crush on the raft guide when we went whitewater rafting. Not the one on my Instagram, but the one when Miranda and I went like a month ago. Mm-hmm. He was cute and he looked like a cigarette. He's cute, but I will never <laughs> not make fun of you for your boy choices. But that's okay because today we're going to make fun of each other. Yeah! Our boy voice. Our boy, our boy voice. Our boy voice. <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about crushes today. The little ones that you get when you're young and the ones that maybe are a little more intense when you're older and everything in between. So this is the crush episode. So sit down with a can of crush. Yeah, that's right. And actually, oh, what are you drinking? Okay, well, um, uh, I <laughs> I decided to be a little crazy this week, and I am Ooh. still drinking water. Wow. Um, I don't know why I insist that we say what we're drinking when I when I'm always just like, oh, just water. Yeah, that's. But what are you drinking? Very You're not hi- drinking just water. No, that's hypocritical of you, though. I know. Um, I am actually being wild, and I'm drinking Coke Zero, but Ooh. I seem to have misplaced it. Oh, you're a I, little wild, but no. I know. Oh, no, did you leave it? No, it's somewhere in this room. Right. I just misplaced it i'll grab it at some point while you're talking so i can set my microphone down and rummage for yeah the it'll coke. just sound like the coke zero escapade the coke zero we're also uh doing something a little different today because we wanted to start recording these um but at the moment we're just going to be doing little bits and pieces uh not entire episodes but we will get there we will be recording entire episodes um to put on YouTube as well for yeah. people who like the visual aspect. Um, for those of you who aren't looking at us visually, we're sitting in my bedroom. We are surrounded by pink lights. We both have stuffed animals. Yeah. I think we're uh, in I our think we're doing good. Yeah. Well, we're both wearing dresses. So yeah, so. We're, we're, we've got stuffed animals so that when we look at the camera... You know, you don't get a surprise. Uh, a little surprise. Uh, surprise. But it's for the crushes episode. It's very fitting. We're it just is, like, yeah, we're just what if we just flash bed, the like, camera? Yeah. <laughs> then, then, this well, is for you, funny. Nathan. Boo! Nathan, our, <laughs> our listener, our, our longtime listener. Um, not, he better not be. Oh, we never know. You never know. <laughs> Um, Would you like to kick it off with your your preschool slot days? Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. No. uh, So, okay. Oddly enough, I I remember, I think, every single one of my crushes. I mean. Me too. They they never, they all turned out not great for me. Same. Great. I'm glad we're on the same page. This will be a fun episode. (laughs) I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, Okay. So, I think my first crush Oh, actually, I'm wrong. It's not preschool. Well, technically, it is preschool, but we're going to start out strong with the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, my God. That doesn't count. It counts. Oh, my God. No. Because he was the one I loved first. I... The Phantom. <laughs> You're reminding me right now of that episode of The Vampire Diaries where Klaus <laughs> does, like, the most romantic gesture known to mankind for Caroline, and he's been in love with her for years, and he just goes... Tyler was your first love. I intend to be your last. Oh, boy. So enjoy him for now. Basically, that's. I feel like that's you with the Phantom. With the fa- yeah. You're like, 
You were my first love. You were my first love. I intend to be your last, so enjoy Christine. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Except for, I don't know, I'm basically engaged to someone who's about as fan to me as it's going to get for me, I think. Tim is very fan to me. He's super fan to me. He's just like... Tim's a vaudeville boy. Yeah, he's just a big dork who, if if I had an underground lake for him to live in and a boat for him to, you know, get from A to B, I think he'd be really happy. He wouldn't have to talk to anybody. Um, okay, but real, but my, my real, real, okay, no, it is, it was real to me. Um, okay. no, my first, like, crush crush was a little boy, uh, I think his name was Chance in preschool, and he and I were in recess, and he jumped off the monkey bars and grabbed my hands, and I think we, and we fell in love. Saucy. We, we did fall in love. Um, and... I don't know it was just like a little cute little like this is my boyfriend did it last like more than two days yeah it did really? we were like inseparable all through preschool now that what? i think about it yeah dude like a whole like, like year like nine months well, yeah yeah i think it however long i was in preschool for <sighs> no i know well i never saw him again we're not it's fine it is for someone who says they all ended badly that well, doesn't that sound one, very bad that one was that one was fine Whatever. that was the one fine oh it, oh it gets worse whatever oh, don't worry oh it gets worse i feel like katie and mean girls next to you right now who's i've only ever had one real crush in my life i like you go away it didn't work out <laughs> that's me as opposed to I you i want you no i, I want, want you no, no. i want you me for the first 18 years of my life. I won't you? No. Um, okay, so that was your preschool crush. Yeah. For me, in uh, I, I had my first crush, I'd say, also around preschool. I went to... Um, I was stuck at an evangelical school mm. for a few years. Or not a few years. Like, wow, I'm so sorry. Like, a few months while my mom was trying to get me into an art school. Ah. So I was with a bunch of little religious kids. and Or kids who parroted what their families said, I should say that. Because they didn't really yeah. have a religion Does, that, Are you saying four. is like kindergarten or preschool? What, this, what was, this was like preschool. Okay. So they didn't so, yeah. really have a belief system at like four. They basically just knew. Yeah, I go know. to church and I get pancakes afterwards if I be good. Heck yeah. Um, and that's what happened to me. I So I had a crush on a kid named Michael. And I literally don't remember a single thing about him i just remember that his name was michael and now looking back i'm like oh your parents went all old testament on you didn't they no, no. Uh, and you didn't fall in love he didn't jump off the monkey no. bars and grab your hand no i mean he knew i liked him and he was just like that's nice and we moved on and that <laughs> no. was pretty much it uh damn that was it for me for preschool i didn't really have another crush until i got to like first grade all right yeah i think because i i don't i didn't i didn't have anybody like kindergarten but definitely around like second grade is when I started being like oh I like that boy yeah um yeah because I think oh yeah okay yeah the guy I liked in second grade was a neighbor of mine and he was my friend all throughout summer and then when we started second grade he pretended like I was this weird gross kid pretended well maybe I was a weird (laughs) gross kid no but he pretended like he wasn't my friend Oh, and then and then and then he died. And then he made everybody in my elementary school uh not like me. Oh shit! Yeah, from like day okay. one, because I was like, oh, it's my friend. I'm so excited to see you. He goes, and he's like, who are you? you? Who are you? Oh, that's and I'm shitty. Like, you live next to me, and 
Yeah, and I had a crush on him. Um, and 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 then he turned the world against me for no reason. I have no, I have no idea why he did that. Boys um, ain't shit. Yeah, dang, dude, what is up? What's going on? Um, That's shitty. That was my yeah. I think that was like my my yeah young like. The next step yeah. above the preschool yeah. crush. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Your, okay. Your turn. Um, so the next after preschool, I had a crush on this kid named Tyler was my next crush. Oh, um, he was very short, even for a first grader. Oh. Like he was shorter than me. Um, and I remember my mom always joking that he was going to be a jockey when he was older. Because he was so small. He- <laughs> and, and she was like, honey, you can do better than that. Like he's not going to be very tall. Um, and he was like, he was, he was kind of, he was an ass, but he was an ass in the way that all like third, second graders are assholes. Oh yeah. Like he was no, no worse than the average elementary school boy, but he was real. he was mean to me and he had a little girlfriend who did not like me cause I was after her man. And oh, I was like, we are in third grade, calm down. And he and I were in the same class from like first grade to fourth grade. Okay, so yeah. he was like my crush for those four years. Mm-hmm. I just, I just liked him. I didn't like anybody else. Um, cause I, I was too young to like really focus on, like, I didn't really get it. I just was like, Oh, I think he's cute. But his girlfriend was mean to me. So I was just like, well, she sucks and you suck. And I don't like either of you, but I still like him somehow. So I was, it was a very confusing time for me. Oh. And then I moved to Florida after fourth grade. So after I moved to Florida, then I like had to start fresh with a whole new group of people. So it was just, Tyler was what ended Florida. Oh, okay. That was it. All right. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Uneventful up until then. Quite uneventful. Yeah. These little, these little baby crushes were. Yeah. Quite uneventful. They weren't, you know. Y'all know they're not that deep. These are the first little tingles, you know, where you're like, like, I like that boy and I want him to say he is my boyfriend. Or, you know, for us it was boys. Yeah, I was going to say. I was just going to say, I'm like, wow, we're really going in for the, it is a straight issue only. No, I know. I I was going to say something too. Like, this is obviously for. Our experience. Our experiences. And I personally, like, only liked boys when I was younger. And that was it. And, like. So this is just coming from my experience in that, but yeah. obviously it'd be the same feelings if you liked girls or non-binaries or whatever. Yeah, I didn't get crushes on girls until high school, and I. Yeah. But that was like me. I mean, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll um, we'll we'll get to that. That's when we get to the interesting, more like, hey, this is probably what you're actually dealing with right now. This is because <laughs> we know that no one listening to this is in preschool. Yeah, someone. I hope like, not. Dang. It's not just me. Man, I vibe. <laughs> I vibe, man. I also like a dude named Michael. It's like she knows me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, Holy I feel shit. like. Oh, my um, God. All right, so we're deal with. moving to after. I mean, did you have another one after? Yeah, okay. The other one that I can think of was this uh, boy in elementary school that I liked, and his name was Cody, and he... Um, I, he did not like me back, and he, I did, I showed no interest. Actually, no, that's not true. I think like I tried my best to show interest, like be like, "Hey, I, I like you," but I think he was just <laughs> ignoring it. And then he, um, oh yeah, no, okay. So for Valentine's Day, you know, you like make the little Valentine's cards for everybody. Yeah, everybody gets one. And I, in my head, said, "This is the time." 
this is the time. You're going to give him the big valentine? valentine. Not just one of the little sized ones. You're going to give him like a big one that came in the box? I didn't give him no Scooby-Doo valentine, okay? I made him like a, a nice little heart valentine, and I wrote... (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, I remember what um, I wrote because I had it repeated back to me out loud. Uh, so I wrote in it something like, Dear Cody, I know that we don't talk that much, but I just wanted to tell you that I like you. No, no, I love you. And I hope that you love me back. And and, he, and so the day came. Nay, nay. The day came. And I was like, all right, this is it. I'm going to, I will give my future husband my love letter. So I gave it to him. And what did this fool do? He opened it and said, oh, my God, you guys, listen. Look at what Marissa just wrote me. And then read it out loud to everybody. Everybody laughed at me. And the teacher did nothing. By the way, by the way, did nothing about it. Oh my it. god, I'm pretty that's sure she laughed so awful. Oh, it was pretty bad. I, it was that like, is so awful. Why have I had so many like moments in my life where it's like in the movies where like everybody in the class turns around and points and it's like you're all gonna laugh. I'm going carry on them. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh. Um. So yeah, that was like my my big disaster. And then I also tried to like deflect it by going, um, I didn't mean Cody. I meant um Brody. Brody, and I pointed to some other kid, and then that kid went, "Ew, no!" (laughs) And I was just like, "Yay!" This is the worst story I've ever. This is so cruel, so cruel. Elementary school was really bad for me, and also middle school was really bad for me. That is so awful. Like I can't even wrap my head around it now. Like a teacher that would let that happen, I'd I'd choke the shit out of that teacher. Like. What the fuck? No, no, uh-uh, sorry. Um, All the teachers, not all, there was one good one, but all the teachers in elementary school for me were garbage. Garbage. Jesus. But, oh my God. That's not what this is about. <laughs> Next week on Shitty Teachers. Next week, we're going to talk about, I'm just going to trauma dump on everybody. I was going to say, podcast, like, this episode this a- is going to become trauma dumping in about a- two minutes when I go. Is this an advice podcast? Or are we just like, okay, well, honestly, then there was that time in third grade. <laughs> We ate a banana. Then my hamster died. And my hamster died. I named him after my crush, and he died. And then my crush died and after then my I hamster left it, died. And then I left it on his doorstep <laughs> as an offering to his parents and said, this was named Cody. This hamster was named Cody after your son. <laughs> and and rip in peace to both of them. They were both very beautiful souls. And I, I did no. not write him that letter, though. I did not write him it that letter. It was actually my... You know, I, I can't believe I didn't go for the classic. Like It was my I twin. I didn't write that. It must have been my cousin who is staying <gasps> with me. And she is crazy. Because that's also something I probably would have said. Sure. I'd be like, no, sure. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Even though it's in my handwriting and it oh says it's from God. me. What's your next crush? So now we're, remember how I said we're going to start trauma dumping in about two minutes? Oh, no. Yeah, it's time for that. Um, so my oh, next crush no. after I, so I moved from Florida to Colorado after fourth grade. So I got here um, right at the start of fifth grade. And honestly, I think the reason that I find certain looks of men attractive is because of my fifth grade crush that came next. Are you telling me that like 
everything stems to this moment. It might actually. It was very traumatic for me. Oh, it was no. a traumatic time. Oh, so no. So in fifth grade, I was a bit of a tomboy, and I liked to play football with the boys. And so I had a crush on this boy that I played football with named Matt. And that started in like fifth grade when I was in elementary school. And um, people who have known me, people who knew, knew me in elementary school probably know about this person too, because it was a big, it was a big deal. Um, so throughout like fifth and sixth grade, we were like really good friends. And I always kind of had like a crush on him. I had like a couple other like little like phases of crushes, but yeah. he was like the one. He was the big one. The one in the back of my mind for those two years. And then we ended up uh, on the summer between sixth grade and seventh grade, because in Colorado, um, I don't know how it is in different states, but sixth grade ends elementary school and seventh grade starts middle school here. Yeah. Um, and I know some people it's different, but so in between sixth and seventh grade, we were getting ready to go to middle school and I decided to tell him, oh, I like you, like as as more than friends since I was going on 11, maybe maybe 12. I think I was 12. Um, so it's like, I like you as more than friends or whatever. And that was the first time I had really like voiced to a crush. Like, mm-hmm. I like I you. I like you. Yeah. yeah. And so I... And I told him, and I literally remember thinking, what could possibly go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) The fucking idiot. And I, and so what did this boy do to you? You know this story. I've told you this story. I don't. Okay, well, you're just going to have to jog my memory. Remember when we were driving back from Alamosa, and I told you this story? We tell. And you were like, I had no idea that this happened to you. Oh, no. This guy. So yeah. yeah. Oh, it's all coming back. But it's all coming back to me. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So um basically at the start of seventh grade, I was like, Hey, I like you as more than friends or whatever and he was like, Oh, okay, well, I mean, I don't feel the same way. And I was like, Okay, cool. And then we kinda left it at that. Like I wasn't really that hurt by it. I just kinda was like, All right, I'll I'll move on with my life. And then we went from being like friends to him like completely like being the worst bully. I've ever encountered yeah. in my life. Like he horrible. terrorized he, you. After he terrorized that me. And I'm not talking like spitting spitballs and like calling me ugly. Like he would, sp- he was like a sociopath. He was like psychologically yeah. terrorizing you because you yeah. told him you liked Because I told him, him I liked and him. And then didn't make a big deal about nope. it after the fact. No. That, that guy, that guy's got something wrong with him. And That's he, on him. And he, like I remember he loved baseball. He pl- he played baseball, and so the way I asked him out was my mom had gotten me like two Rockies tickets, and I asked him if he wanted to go to a Rockies game, and that was it with like my mom. And that was that Ugh. was that was what I asked him to do because I was like, hey, I know you <laughs> like baseball, so and I don't know, I still don't know why he was so pissed over it, but yeah, so he started like he would purposefully like spill his drinks on the floor when I was walking in the cafeteria, so I'd slip and like. Ugh drop my food all over me that happened all the time when we were in like eighth grade uh like what was it adventure class where you climb he would like purposely drop me because he knew i was afraid of heights and our our last names were super close together so we were always like in the same groups because i mine is t and his was w and there's Mm -hmm. no uv so like it was always us two and so we'd always be partners and he'd like drop me and shit he whenever we'd play dodgeball he he hit me in the face multiple times with dodgeballs it like really hurt my nose multiple times he used to like anytime he caught wind of something i wanted to do or somebody i liked or if i had like other crushes he'd go and tell them right away and tell them like lies about me so that they wouldn't like me yeah yeah so 
absolutely he was horrible wild it was behavior. it was so bad that like at one point in eighth grade actually i was having like regular panic attacks in school and so my mom actually got me an inhaler like to help and i one day got i went down to the like guidance counselor because i was like in tears and i was just like i am so fucking terrified of this person like for the last two years because at this point i've been going on for like a year and a half yeah i was like i am so fucking terrified of this person like i I don't know what I did like I try to stand up for myself and then I get in trouble because if he'd be mean to me I'd tell him to like fuck off and then I'd get in trouble for swearing yeah and I was like I literally can't defend myself like I can't do anything and I don't know what to do and we were both in the same track we were both in all the same classes we were both in the advanced program so we were we had like every class together and so I could not get away from him and so finally like I broke down and I was at the guidance counselor and I was like I am so scared that like he is literally bullying me into like psychological problems and she pulled him from class and was like you two need to talk this out because this is an issue and it's interfering with her school and I told him like I was still crying because I was like I'm terrified of retaliation I'm terrified that like I didn't want her to bring you down here because I was scared that you were gonna like be even worse to me now but I only had a couple months left of middle school yeah and then high school I was I assumed we'd like never see each other again because high school is so much bigger so I was like I really only had like a few more months with him right so I was like now's as good of a time as any can you please just stop and he basically was like yeah fine whatever and then from then on like he just kind of avoided me he was still mean to me but he wasn't as like vicious about it but he was still like like I remember this one time in science class like shortly after that meeting happened I was sitting next to this girl who got called on for a question and she didn't know the answer and I had it in my notes the answer in my notes so I just like kind of I slyly like slid my notebook over so that she could kind of read it so that she wouldn't look dumb and he snitched and he snitched snitches get stitches and he snitched and he was like oh why are you reading her paper why are you reading that off of her notebook why are you doing that you know it sounds to me like he's an extremely miserable person probably he ended up going to a catholic high school i got away from him in ninth grade because at the start of high school we went to different high schools so that was the end of it and i want to say that is a very um extreme (laughs) situation yeah um and i really i don't know i mean it it happened to me and i try i don't want to like scare anybody i don't talk about it very much like you can vouch for this i don't i don't talk about this right a lot i've told you we've been friends for eight years and you i just told you about it because i don't like to talk about it yeah i understand why but this is a very extreme rare case of being harassed harassed just for saying that you have a crush on somebody yeah which and (laughs) the more that we go through this this episode the more i'm like okay there needs to be a bullying episode because like now it's turning into how many times yeah bullied us in school for liking them that'll be weird i think we'll tell a lot of the same stories but it'll probably be like a different angle yeah that'll be different because this angle is like crushes and and i guess the, the angle i want to approach this story is there is nothing wrong with you for liking somebody and there's nothing wrong with telling them you like them so long as you respect their boundaries and do it in a nice way right like whether it's a boy or a girl and i don't care i'm sorry this might be a controversial opinion i don't care if someone has a different sexuality than you or whatever or like you're into girls and they're not into girls there's still nothing wrong with telling them you like them i don't think it's an invasion of anything i don't think it's crossing any boundaries I don't think it's any different than telling a guy you like him in, in a heteronormative 
situation. Yeah. I think that as long, whoever it may be, boy, girl, they, them, as long as you do it with respect and you treat them nice, regardless of their response, I, th- I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I agree. And anything that happens after that from their end is their responsibility. Yeah. However they treat you after that, that's a reflection of them, not you. Because I thought for a very long time I was like repulsive. I'm, I was like, I must be this repulsive human being physically with my personality. Like, everything about me must just suck for him to treat mm. me this way. And I thought that for a really long time. And then, like, only, like, the end of high school when I had my first boyfriend did I finally realize, like, wait, people like me for me. This is the only person in my entire life that has ever treated me this way. Mm-hmm. So that says something about him, not me. Because everybody else I, like, has treated me fine compared to him. Yeah, nobody should be treating anybody like that. That is so wrong on so many levels. And that story always, like, gets me fired up. Because I'm like, oh, dude, same. point him out if you ever see him. Dude, they, <laughs> dude, my uncle, my uncle is like, you don't want to mess with him. He literally was like, I'm considering, like, beating the shit out of a minor. A minor. Yeah, that's not because I mean, of this. Yeah, I and I, I definitely had like violent, run like, what? What's the word? Well, I've had like violent experiences with like, yeah, young boys around school sure. age. So I, yeah, you take it from here. Oh no, I mean like that would did. That's all we need to know about mine. That's yeah, the lesson that comes we, with yeah, it. Yeah, that was a <laughs> that was a wild ride. Um. So yeah, thanks for sharing that's, that. That's that's the that's, lesson. Yeah, it's just not fair. It's not that it sucks. And also, I do want to say, if somebody's treating you like that, um, oh my god, get, get help. People like, get somebody involved. involved immediately. Don't try and like take care of it yourself. Yeah, because oftentimes it you can't. You, yeah, you're already being targeted um, psychologically. Like it's just gonna be a lot better if you get people to support you get whoever yeah. you know works at the school to help you because that is so incredibly wrong it like was bad yeah it's wrong well on that note go ahead um well dang uh go ahead uh, well okay i think that's all the trauma dumping that's for me a, though i know <laughs> you're like okay well the the, the next ones are like just funny and lighthearted for me so go ahead okay um well, I'm going to move. Okay, look, I'm going to skip over middle school. Sure. Because I had, like, a little boyfriend in middle school, and it lasted a week because I had realized, and I was in seventh grade, so I had just come out of elementary school. Like, I'm still so innocent, really. And I, 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 this guy and I start dating. He's, like, an eighth grader, and we started dating for, like, a week, and I realized oh, um, boyfriends and girlfriends hold hands and they kiss (laughs) and I, um, am too scared to do any of that. So he broke up with me really quickly and then spread a rumor around the school that he broke up with me because I was a slut, which is so funny. You are a slut. Yeah, but not in middle school. (laughs) Dang, dude. I was like, okay. And And, it didn't bother me because I was just like... Okay. That's Anybody funny. who looks at me is going to know that I am... Uh, with your purple Crocs? Yeah, with my purple Crocs and my purple pants and my purple stretchy top going, 
okay, but um, the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> could live in in my high school, and he could maybe fall in love with me. Uh, and maybe he lives in the theater department. So as you can see, I was like water under the bridge. I was like, that's nice. That you're an idiot. You know what I find funny is back then he he told everyone he broke up with you because you were slut, quote unquote, because that was quote unquote a bad thing. And now you have a boyfriend who would love it if you were a slut. I mean, that's he's so funny. not unhappy. That's so, so funny to me. Well, how, guess how boys... what? Well, guess what? I picked somebody who uh, respects me and loves me and thinks I'm awesome and desirable, and yeah. you know, so that's the good news for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was middle school. It was really nothing except for that one. Th- thing which honestly like could have been traumatic for me but i don't know i was just like okay dude say whatever you want and then my friends were you know i had the anime club backing me up so i was she's a virgin yeah they're like oh no she is um no she is too scared to look at a boy so i was like that's nice i could have confirmed i feel like nobody uh, believed it like he tried to spread it around him and the oh it was him and like these other two boys that like tried to spread it and like okay well i hope every, i i if whoever believed it um i hope it brought you a, a day of giggles and joy because i don't know what to tell you if you looked at me and went yeah oh there she is the mark of the slut that, purple crocs purple it's pants like the a. purple shirt yeah it's the a it's the scarlet letter oh the purple crocs. it's it's the purple letter the purple the purple shoe it's the purple croc letter so moving um, into high school then yeah why don't you why don't you like well, break the heteronormative theme well well, well there was uh there were three crushes that i had um, two of them were girls and one was a guy and the first one was a guy and <laughs> and I like ended up liking him uh, like because he, he was a mutual friend of one of my friends and I don't know there I just like immediately liked him he was a really nice guy I like immediately had a crush he was the one that I uh asked to the Sadie Hawkins oh yeah and uh so the thing with that one was he and I had been texting uh back and forth for like a year for like a whole year and I thought like oh he's gonna finally like me like he was flirting I will I'm I'm not delusional he was flirting with me and then one day he met one of my friends and I will say she is a beauty um and he texted me that night. And it was my birthday, by the oh, way. Why no. is this always got to be on a birthday? Um, some Taylor Swift vibes some, up here. Oh, you belong not with me. Uh, so he texted me and was like, hey, can I have your friend's number? She's yeah. the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Oh, I harsh had a bad night yeah i literally that was the first time my heart had been broken because i really thought that he liked me and that we were flirting back and forth so much that like oh he's like but he was really just like stringing me along and then moved in 
and decided, and I, I did, I gave him the number. I was like, well, I'm not going to sit here and fucking cr- like fight for somebody who doesn't even like me. I just sure, let it go. Sure. But it, it was the first time my heart had ever felt like heartbroken. It really felt like somebody had punched me in the face. Yep. Like it really felt like that. And this was ninth grade, right? Yeah. Yep. I was a freshman. And so, uh, yeah, and I'd never experienced that kind of heartbreak, heartache before. And it, like, really felt like a physical thing, which is funny because science actually uh, talks about how, like, Mm -hmm. heartbreak really feels like you got the shit beat out of you. Sure, sure, sure. So now we're we're kind of moving into, like, the the time in your life where you might start having real feelings for somebody love feelings beyond a crush yeah like you i'm not saying like necessarily as crazy as falling in love but like there's more of an attraction and more of a desire for an actual relationship yeah as opposed to just oh i kind of like you plus hormones are changing a lot even if it doesn't feel like it they are um, this is around that time in your life when things start to change. Yeah, and it's, like, really normal to just, like, have, n- like, nothing but love on the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and not everybody feels that. Uh, sure. Like, not everybody goes through that, but I think that, like, a really big number of people, myself included, and you, yeah. uh, really, like, that's, that's like, which uh, one of the big things that, like, I was focused on in high school. Maybe sure. it wasn't one of the things I should have been focused on, sure. but it was definitely something that, you know, I, I wanted and I wanted to explore. And then when I caught, like, really, like, intense feelings for somebody and then they weren't reciprocated and I had been strung along for such a long time thinking like oh he's gonna realize he belongs with me and uh he <laughs> he didn't and and it was like so horrible it took me it actually like i feel like it took me a long time like a year or two to get over it yeah to not feel so sad about it yeah your trust was broken yeah my trust was broken my heart was broken i was also like i also kind of felt like well why not me? Mm-hmm. Am I ugly? I don't yeah. think I'm ugly, but... Yeah. Purple Crocs. It was a will-they-won't-they they situation, it sounds like, for a year. For you, in your head. Yeah. It was a, maybe this is happening, maybe not. Well, and I assumed that, like... I don't know, I guess I just thought we were on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, in the end, it's a good thing that I didn't end up dating that guy. Sure. Because later on, it turned out that... Um, he was just not the kind of person that I want to associate myself with. Sure. You know, so in the end. What's the advice you'd give for somebody maybe in a similar situation? Well, I'd say for heartbreak. um, Like your first heartbreak. You know, I think for the first heartbreak, I, you know, it is kind of an unavoidable thing. And it sucks and it hurts and you're allowed to hurt. Um, But I don't know. I hope that maybe if this is happening to you um, or you're worried about it happening to you, that if it's something you're going through, just there's no way like around it. You just have to go through it. You just have to go through it. Be with your friends. Find things that you enjoy. Take care of yourself. Focus on school. That always got my mind off of it. Focus on something that you enjoy. 
and eventually <laughs> you're gonna be okay mm-hmm. that's i i that's my, i mean that's my other big advice is just mm-hmm. well it's not really advice it's just a fact you y- will yeah. be okay yeah you will. and if you if, this is just a general thing if you like a boy and you're a girl um i'm just gonna give you this piece of wisdom boys they they don't get much better with age but they do get better so like high school boys they're like the no middle school boys are the bottom of the totem pole they are the worst and they are that is the worst version of themselves they are probably ever going to be is their middle school version my little brother would agree with you because he was talking to me about how the culture for him when he was in middle school like you just you just go with what the other guys say because yeah. you just want to fit, fit in, in that bad. Right. Um, right. And it's cool to be like a player. It's cool to not give a shit. Yeah. Like, it, all sorts of stuff yeah. that he didn't actually believe that yeah. he would go with. Sure. So I think, I, I think, uh, I think a lot of guys would maybe agree with you that middle school, <laughs> is it, I think your middle school version of yourself is, is probably worse. But like, especially for boys and boys in high school aren't much better, but, but after high be. school, they, they can but be better. Oftentimes but oftentimes their but, brain is not. Yeah. And society hasn't conditioned them to grow the fuck up yet. They expect that from girls. Typically they don't people, you know, adults typically expect us girls to just grow up and have our shit together a lot sooner Mm -hmm. than boys because they keep making excuses for boys until they're well into adulthood yeah and then we're like two or three and they put baby dolls in our hands to condition us to yeah to have children to have children not that that's a bad thing but it as you can see uh you know boys get to play with cars and girls have to learn how to be a keep, mother keep a kitchen baby a mother when it's yeah. like dude yeah yep. and, and like no wonder we feel like we have to take so much responsibility i don't know that's yeah. how i feel that's how yeah. you feel no i agree with that i agree but yeah if you and then what my other flip side of that coin is was if you're if you're a girl liking girls I know that's an even more confusing time for you. And that's why I wanted you to talk about Mm -hmm. like the first time that you liked a girl, because I think a lot of people can maybe relate to that because it's, it's a lot harder, but it's still the similar kind of idea that like people when they're younger are like their worst versions of themselves. They're like, they don't know anything. They don't know that their actions have consequences. They don't understand how they make other people feel sometimes. So when people treat you a certain way, like what happened to you, um, or string you along mm-hmm. and then hurt your feelings it's usually because they don't even like realize what they're doing and they don't even realize that their actions have consequences yet with hurting people yeah. and that's not an excuse but no. be aware but it can explain why things happen and you shouldn't blame yourself correct um so yeah talk about talk about that um if yeah you want to i mean oh you mean Wait, which part are we doing? The liking a girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, there was one crush I had that wasn't super serious, um, but it did like make me realize, like, oh, huh, maybe I'm not completely straight. Sure. Um, yeah, and then like, uh, I'm pretty sure it was junior year. No, senior year. Um. I uh, was in a relationship with a girl 
that it was like really new to me i she was kind of the one who made me realize like okay no i'm not like i'm not completely straight right um she made me realize i am bisexual and now the the relationship didn't last very long i didn't tell my family um i i didn't even tell my mom who i tell everything i just i just didn't i just didn't tell anybody um i didn't really think it was anybody's business right. and i figured if like things got more serious i was gonna have to like be honest mm-hmm. um but at the time it was really scary and i just like didn't want to do it um and then in the end like i also like we just we we did not last very long uh honestly the time where we were flirting leading up to us being like yeah let's date that was more of the like to me that was more of like the dating relationship than when we dated because then as soon as we got in a relationship i got scared and withdrew really quickly and so it didn't last very long but i will say um it it was a weird time for me because i up until really senior year i was like i i didn't have any crushes on girls or and i i it it was really strange and then this person came into my life and i this other side was like awakened and so yeah and honestly like haven't i can't really speak too much about it because i personally in my life haven't really explored much of like my bisexuality it's really more like this year and last year where i'm like oh me i mean i could i'm I'm in a straight relationship right now but there there's like a side of me that i like i've never really got to explore which is not me being like dang i gotta get out of this relationship with my boyfriend no but it's just weird because Mm -hmm. it's and you have a wonderful man who encourages you to to explore yeah that. and he knows this about me yeah yeah he, he knows this about me and it's it's like you still have the freedom to explore that about yourself yeah, it's not an issue between us but we have that com- kind of communication yeah so that's that's the big thing but yeah as for like um a crush on someone of the same gender in high school that i mean it was so it was limited but it was there it was real it was true mm-hmm. and i was hella confused yeah. like honestly i was so confused um so what would you tell a girl who might be going through the same thing like for the like up until now they've only liked boys yeah and now they're starting to like girls yeah um one it's super okay super valid uh and it's okay if it's like weird and you don't even really know if you're straight if you're gay if you're bi if you're pan um if you know or the other you know myriad of of sure. of d- different and Whatever complex uh sexualities you can have and i say my big advice um a, man what is my big advice yeah. that's a good question because like what would i tell myself i would say it's okay that you don't really know exactly what you are you don't have to put a label on it enjoy this connection with this person um especially since it was mutual it was a mutual like we both agreed like yes we like each other um see where it goes and uh yeah like that's real like i guess that's my advice like it's okay to like 
somebody and not know like what exactly you are you don't have to put a label on it mm-hmm. just you can explore it and yeah. and just see go from there yeah. you know that's what this we're time in your life to, is about we're gonna need to bring we need to we're gonna need to bring our gay friends onto this podcast absolutely so we can be like what was your experience because we like, should I, do that you know we've had such limited yeah experience in that department and like i said i still like i'm still in the process of like figuring out mm-hmm. that for myself mm-hmm. so Definitely. i don't really know i feel like there's there's better advice in our in our circle of influence sure sure definitely we we can definitely do that too if you guys want to hear more about like like discovering your sexuality and realizing like what you like and um those things about yourself we can definitely bring on some guests on here we have plenty of we have a very diverse friend group yeah we got i've got that we got so many experiences between all of us i'm sure that we could come up with some very First person that came to my things. mind was Angelica. We should have her on. Oh, yeah. 100%. Y'all meet her. Y'all will meet her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's she's a great one to con- oh consult God. with You're for right. this Are kind of thing. Are you listening, Angelica? Are you listening? She would be Get perfect to here. ask these kinds of questions, too. So I'm going to open the floor. If anybody has, like, if anyone is questioning their sexuality or wants to ask questions I, it, none of them are dumb and none of them are not okay or irrelevant just because or irrelevant. we don't know everything right if, if you want to write in to us or send us a voice memo we promise we will keep you anonymous we promise we won't even say your name and we will pass it on and eventually when we have a guest on i'm thinking angelica would be good for this oh yeah we can have people. her or whoever address them from their lgbtq perspective mm-hmm. and you can have a better uh a, what is it? a better consultant someone yeah, who knows a little I, more than we do about that kind of thing right right and we will we promise we will put you in touch with a good resource it, um, yeah. if, if you write into us exactly so exactly. definitely do that um, don't feel like because you know we have a limited scope we won't help you get answers because we absolutely will yeah and we want to we yeah. want to help you guys with understanding yourselves and we want this to be a safe space so right like i said at the beginning when we first started this thing even if we don't know we're gonna find somebody who we're knows. gonna find out we're gonna find out we're all gonna yeah. learn to give yep. absolutely um i'm just gonna like close my tab here because yeah, i think uh, i i'm we'll go with one more well i no i like don't have much more to say anyways so yeah, and i either. think your note is best to end on yeah um well, but yeah, d- no. d- literally just the rest of it was i liked i had i had like four major crushes in high school not really many else i i liked ryan for a while ryan was my first crush in high school and i really liked him and etc all my friends know about ryan um that one didn't work out obviously but yeah um i really liked him and he was two years older than me so he graduated um and then i liked nathan who we heard about well in the last episode episode. listen to the previous episode you will know give it a listen if you haven't i (laughs) i really liked nathan for a minute and i wanted to be his paper you wanted to be a piece of paper i really i really saw a piece of paper and went man god i wish that were me and i look at him and he looks at me and, uh, no. and um, then I liked a guy named Jacob for a while who I actually recently reconnected with on Instagram. I don't know if he knows I had a crush on him, but he does now. So 
I love you, listen. I, Jacob. I'm just going to assume that every single person <laughs> you don't want listening. Sure, that's fine. Is listening. Why um, not? But I, I liked him for a while, and I'm sure he knew it. And then I liked Decker, and Decker and I started dating. And yeah. That was pretty much the end of it. So the yeah. rest was like pretty anticlimactic for high school. It was middle school that was the hard part for me. Yeah, too. Screw middle school. I am so sorry. Yeah. If you're in middle school right now. Yeah, seriously. My right. condolences. Ugh. You know. If you're there, yeah. you know. And thank God it's only two to three years. Yeah. High school isn't phenomenal, but it's better than I middle had school. A better time. It's better than middle school, I promise. If you're because in that bigger maybe not for everybody there's more people typically in high school than middle school you like like for example our like my middle school was like 500 kids when i was going i think the same for you Mm -hmm. between seventh and eighth grade yeah and then high school it It jumps to like two thousand but that was that was just us because like our high school was big yeah my boy went to like a suburban high school went to like a tiny he went to a tiny high school where his graduating class was like 100 people oh wow ours were like 500 it was yeah it was like I'm pretty, I looked it up. There's like somewhere around like almost like 2,500 students in our school and like the bigger schools. Wow. You know, that's generally like the normal numbers. So, wow. well, you'll, the, you'll meet bigger. more you'll people. You'll meet more people. And presumably. you'll, you'll typically find out more about like yourself as an individual and like who you like to be around and what you like to do. That's like what high school is for. Middle school is basically a a, a crash course mm. to get you ready for high school because that's the, usually the first time where like you switch classrooms and you yeah, passing and period you, and you and have you social circles and, yeah so like you kind of get like a taste of high school but then you go you get to real high school and it's like bigger and better with more people and you're a little older you can start driving soon I like most of the teachers are most of the teachers are usually nice but you start taking like if you want to do like college level courses or whatever you'll meet cool people there you're treated more like an adult so high school is better it it gets better and um, with crushes especially it gets better the older you get don't put too much pressure on yourself right now to date especially if you're in like that middle school age because it's it's it people around that age suck yeah it's and there's just not a lot of like like it's it's hard because you're the relationships are such a complex and i don't want to say like they're a very adult thing but like psychologically they are they're a very adult thing like romantic relationships a healthy relationship is an adult thing it's not impossible but i'm just saying that it is it's it's just more difficult to have something real and long lasting Mm -hmm. you know and so much is changing so fast and you've got so many hormones that you're dealing with plus your partner's probably dealing with plus like just like, everything else at that yeah. age and there's so much pressure there's so much going on in every department of your life like there's there's just so much going on it it seems kind of it's not unrealistic but it's adding something else to the mix mm-hmm. when you add a relationship to it and things are ever changing during those like crucial years of your life so sometimes it just like doesn't work out like most high school relationships don't last longer than what a couple months dude like, because things are always changing they might like i said like other than the guy who strung me along for ever mm-hmm. uh <laughs> lasted a week for me yeah because i was like i still am too scared to hold a hand um sure. so i'm going to go if home. you loved me babe you'd hold my hand i'm not ready babe no babe i'm not ready if you loved me hand. if you loved me you'd like you'd hold my sweaty palm babe knees weak 
palms, palms are sweaty. sweaty. You'd m- eat my mom's spaghetti if you loved me, babe. Babe. All right, fine. Come on, Elliot. <laughs> if anybody watches Ali Wong, hit me up. Cause, oh Come on, Gary. <laughs> She's talking about how, like, women give head all the time. <laughs> And me- no. it's not the same with men. Like, women aren't coming up to men like, come on, Gary, nobody will see. Yeah. Come on, Elliot. That's pretty funny. We're under the that. bleachers. Come on, Gary. That's funny. Give it a lick, Gary. <laughs> oh, no. I love Ali Wong. <laughs> Anyways, I, well, I guess that does it for this I, Yeah, week. I think um, in a nutshell, you're going to have a lot of crushes. And you're either going to tell them you like them or you're not. And it's either going to go well or it's not. No matter what, it's going to be okay. There's a lot of factors. It's very complex. Emotions are complex and people are complex. You are complex. So it's okay if things don't work out and you are freaking cool and enough as you are. So try not to worry too much about the dating world at such a young age. But if you are. Yeah. But if you are. You're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You can do it. No matter what. Communication is key. Be safe. And, You're going to um, be fine. And make sure that you are taking care of yourself mm-hmm. most and first and foremost. Yep. You're going to be fine. Treat everyone with respect and make sure that you're being nice. And if people aren't being nice to you, fuck them. Yeah. That's it. Get somebody involved. Screw that. That's it. Yeah. All right. So it is. Well, that being said, um, we will see you guys next week. Uh, if you want to reach us, if you have an Anchor user account, you can leave us a voice memo. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Hey Girl Squirrel. Uh, you can also, on our Instagram page, you can find, you can DM us, you can comment, you can, you can email uh, us. find us, uh, you can find our email, it's on the page. Um, if not, our email is heygirlsquirrel at gmail.com. Um, talk to us, questions, comments, concerns, everything and anything, we are open to Bitch listening. Fits. That's right. Are you angry at us? Yeah. When, say it. Say it. That's fine. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, Gary. Yeah, Gary. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that being said. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, Bye girl, girl, squirrel. squirrel.